Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Now, if you're a rugby league nerd like I am, you would have seen that the Dolphins have released a team list for a trial match that's going to take place this Saturday, the 10th of Feb, uh, against the Queensland Capras, against the CQ Capras in the Host Plus Q Cup. Uh, looks like a really solid team. Uh, not a first-grade side, obviously. They have named uh, most of their reserve-grade guys. With a few first-graders uh, making an appearance, we'll talk about some of the guys to watch in this team uh, after we read out the team list. But the team list is the following. Trey Fuller at fullback. Brenton Bayra and Jack Bostock on the wings. Tessie New and Valence Tuade in the centres. Kurt Donahue at six. Jerome Burns at seven, Max Bailey and Cooper Jenkins in the front row, Trey Brown at nine, Jeremiah Simpkin in the back row with Oren Keeley, Mason Teague at 13, Aaron Moore, Lachlan Hubner, hope I pronounced that right, uh, Judah Rimbu, Max Plath, Brent Wolf, Jerron Purcell, Caleb Jackson, Stephen Numambo, Orblix Tower. And Manasseh Caho, a coach, Nathan Fine, uh, obviously uh, the coach of their Q Cup team. But that's the team list going up against the Capras. I have been looking for the past hour, constantly reloading this Queensland Capras website to try and find a team uh, for the Capras to see if there's anyone to watch in that side. But uh, it will not give me a team list. So we are just going to be reading out the Dolphins one. I've got the tab open though. So if the team list does pop up, we'll read it out. Um, But we're going to go through the Dolphins one with a few players to watch from the Dolphins lineup. So let's get started. One guy that I think you definitely should be watching for is Trey Fuller at fullback. Uh, He's a guy that could easily come in if the hammer does get injured uh, throughout the year or when he goes to play origin. Uh, Trey Fuller is someone that I think could definitely come in. He debuted. I think he played one game uh, in 2023. They chucked him at center. I think he came off the bench in jersey number 17. They chucked him at center, scored a try, really good try as well. Uh, Obviously, uh, quite beefed up as well uh, compared to last year. He's looking really good, really fit, ready to go. Trey Fuller, he's definitely going to be someone to watch for this weekend. Because as I said, I think he'd be the second or third choice fullback in this team. Uh, so definitely one to watch, Trey Fuller. Uh, the next guy I want you to watch out for is Tessie New. And keen to see how he goes at centre. It's been a while since we've seen him at centre. Obviously played there uh, a little bit for the Broncos. He played mo- most of his footy on the wing for uh, the Dolphins last year. Moving back into the centres, is that a little bit of a hint? Uh, obviously they've got... Herbie Farnworth and Jake Avarillo in the centers, but maybe Wayne Bennett just, want, just wants to see Tessie New in center and see how he goes because maybe a Jake Avarillo could be under pressure for his spot. But uh, Tessie New playing center, definitely one to watch, and he looks outstanding. Uh, he has looked really good um, during the preseason. He's definitely one to watch out for here. He looks a lot trimmer uh, than what he did last year. 
Uh, a lot fitter. He looks really, really good uh, this preseason, just from some of the clips that I've seen him in and uh, just some uh, preseason training photos and stuff like that from what I'm hearing from the fans as well. Testing you is looking really good, so definitely one to watch there at center. Valence Tewale, another guy to watch. Obviously been in the news quite a bit uh, due to his weight, and obviously Wayne Bennett sending him to a army camp to just shred a few kilos. Ended up uh, shredding 10 kilos, and he looks outstanding, and he's been training well since he's come back too. Uh, so Valence Tewale, definitely someone to watch. Uh, has Wayne Bennett just uh, given him a bit of his magic and uh, sort of changed a little bit the way that he plays and uh, obviously keen to see him get used to not having an extra 10 kilos on him as well. Uh, he's going to look very, very different. Well, not very, very different, but even in photos that I've seen him in, he looks quite different now that he's you know shredded off that 10 kilos. He looks really, really solid and very fit. Um, coming into this year, definitely someone to watch, especially, you know, when you've got a few guys going off to play Origin uh, in that Dolphin side, he could come in throughout the year if there's injury in the back line as well to an Avarillo or Herbie Farnworth in the centres there or someone on the wing, he could come in as well and take one of those spots. And obviously, uh, the next guy we'll talk about too, Bostock, if he has an injury or if he doesn't uh, go to the ceilings that I think he can go to. Valence Tawale could come in and play on the wing as well, like he did last year. So, uh, Tawale, testing you, two guys to watch uh, for the back line especially. Uh, Jack Bostock, uh, rumoured to start in first grade two. A lot of rumours suggesting that he'll play on the left edge uh, with Jake Avarillo and Herbie Farnworth will play on the right-hand side with Jermaine Asako. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, obviously, very interesting, as we've said in the preview as well, considering that uh, both Herbie Farnworth and Jake Averilla were playing on opposite edges last season. They're getting swapped around. What if that's what we've been hearing? So, yeah, very interesting. I, I don't know how that's going to go, but look, you've got Averillo, who's got great service standing next to a guy like Bostock, which kind of makes sense. And then you've got Herbie Farnworth, who will generally run the ball a little bit more. Uh, but obviously got a great offload on him as well next to a guy like Jermaine Asako, two experienced guys on the right-hand side, uh, a very strong right-hand side and a very um, good left-hand side as well. So evening it out a little bit, I guess. But yeah, very interesting. Jack Bostock, definitely one to watch because as I said, he is rumoured to start in first grade on the left edge. That's what I'm hearing. Um, so we'll have to wait and see how that goes and if that does happen. Uh, but it looks like he's been named on the right-hand side for this game. So, look, it might just be, you know, rumors that don't come into fruition to start the year. But from everything that I'm hearing, it looks like Jack Bostock's going to start the year. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Kurt Donahue obviously played in at 5'8". In the uh, Fiji game and fucking killed it. He was outstanding. He was one of my favorite players to watch throughout that entire World Cup, uh, especially in one of the sides that generally have to fight a little harder to win games and don't have the best teams compared to your New Zealand's and your Australian sides who obviously have stacked lineups. Uh, I thought that Kurt Donahue for periods in games for Fiji carried that side in that number six jersey. I thought he was really solid uh, as a 5'8". Generally touted as a hooker and a lock forward back rower. Uh, but came in, played 5'8", and killed it for Fiji. I think Wayne Bennett's recognised that and you know is going to use him in reserve grade as a half. Uh, and 
look, those suspicions have come into fruition because he's playing 5-8 in this game as well. So, uh, Kurt Donahue, definitely one to watch in the number six jersey because I think he could come in more often than you think. Uh, I don't think that 14 jersey is locked in uh, by a Harrison Graham or a Cody Nicarima. I think guys like Kurt Donahue are really going to make a fight for that spot, and especially when you've got Donahue who can play a number of positions in your side as well, who can play in the back row, who can play as a roaming lock, who can play at 5'8", who can play at hooker or in the centers if you really need him to. He can play a ton of positions in your footy side. Um, he's definitely going to be one to watch this up- upcoming season. He's really going to be a player to watch. I don't know if he's still in the top 30. Uh, he's obviously not on the Dolphins website, but he's definitely one to watch, especially if there's injury anywhere in the spine or if there's an injury um, you know, in the, in the halves somewhere specifically then Kurt Donahue could definitely be a guy that comes in. Obviously, going to be behind guys like Milford, behind guys like Cody Nicarima. But still, if there is injury in this side, do not you know underestimate the fact that Kurt Donahue could come into this team for sure. Uh, a really talented footballer, one, one guy that I really highly rate. Not as highly as other people, I grant it, but I do rate Kurt Donahue. I think he's a freak. Um, Jeremiah Simkin, obviously you'd recognize that name from the PNG side. There's also another PNG international in this team. Uh, they actually got signed on train and trial deals, I believe, by the Dolphins or maybe in the development squad uh, that you might have missed. Jeremiah Simkin is one of those. He'll be starting uh, on the right-hand side back row, it looks like, just like he played, uh, I think, for one or two games in the, the PNG side. Uh, really talented back rower, can also play in the middle as well. Really big body on him uh, and a lot of upside to Jeremiah Simkin as well. So definitely one to watch. The other back rower as well uh, could be playing either on the left or the right. I think he played more left. I could be totally wrong there uh, when he was at Newcastle. But Oren Keeley, definitely one to watch. Very highly rated by a lot of scouts and by a lot of people uh, in the Newcastle system. Obviously, when he left Newcastle, um, you know, there was a lot of people spewing that he'd left because he was going to be the next big thing in terms of the back rowers coming through. Um, And then, obviously, when he got to the Dolphins, I've heard nothing but good things about him as well going into the preseason as well. So, uh, he's one to watch, especially when you've got guys like um, Kenny Bromwich and Jesse Bromwich potentially playing their last seasons. He could come in as early as late this season or maybe early next season to replace guys like Kenny Bromwich, Jesse Bromwich, if they do retire uh, in a bench role or starting in the back row. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, But Oren Keeley, definitely one to watch. Uh, Mason Teague, Mason Teague uh, playing in the 13 jersey. Uh, He can play 13. He can play a little bit of hooker as well. Uh, Nice to have that versatility there for Mason Teague. He's one that I'm keen to watch. He's not the biggest lock forward you've ever seen, uh, but neither are guys like Victor Radley, Cameron Murray. Uh, But their toughness is something that stands out about those guys. Same deal about Mason Teague. A lot of toughness, uh, a massive goer in that Dolphins squad. I think that he'll be definitely one to watch throughout the season, potentially, uh, you know, going to be grabbing one of those bench spots for the Dolphins. Uh, It was obviously in the side a lot last year, so might take a bench spot uh, in the 17 to start the year. We'll have to wait and see. Mason Teague, uh, another PNG international that you might not have known had signed with the Dolphins is Judah Rimbu. Now, when Edwin Ipape uh, obviously was injured uh, for the first bit of that World Cup series for PNG. Judah Rimbu was the guy playing in the number nine jersey. And when uh, they had that PMs game, he was the number nine in that game, I believe, as well. 
He is an absolute freak. He reminds me of early days. Um, Jake Granville, he reminds me of early days. Damien Cook as well. He's just got that speed out of dummy half. Really good ball skills and great defense as well. He can put a shot on if he wants to. He's a really talented dummy half with a ton of upside. Do not think that 14 jersey is going to be taken by Max, uh, Max Plath or Harrison Graham uh, or one of the other guys in this team, like your Cody Nicoramas. I think that... Judah Rimbu, Kurt Donahue, these two guys could be big chances of getting that 14 jersey, depending on how they go in this game. Judah Rimbu, an absolute weapon. I rate him so highly. And if Jeremy Marshall King has issues with that shoulder again, I think he could be wearing jersey number nine or 14 for this Dolphins side. Uh, As I said, he has so much pace out of dummy half. He could do a really good job at 14 where you get a Jeremy Marshall King starting, playing about 60 minutes, and then you get Judah Rimbu coming on uh, around tired forwards, just absolutely creating havoc. I think Judah Rimbu is definitely one guy you need to watch. He'll be playing off the bench in this game. Another guy that is in contention, as we mentioned before, for that 14 jersey. He's Max Plath. Uh, he's a hooker 5'8". Obviously played one or two games last year for the Dolphins at the start of the year and then obviously uh, fell off a little bit. Not, not fell off in the sense of bad form, but just wasn't really around first grade as often uh, towards the back end of the year. Definitely one to watch. He's listed on the Dolphins website as a 5'8", not a hooker, but he has played hooker coming off the bench for the Dolphins before. Uh, You know, he could be coming on in a hooker role or in a 5'8 role. I think in this game, he's more likely to come on and play 5'8". Judah Rimbu being on the bench, I think that he will come in and play hooker. And then you've got Max Plath coming on and playing 5'8". But it could be either or because Judah Rimbu is also listed as a 5'8 for uh, the Dolphins. Uh, Q Cup side. So uh, it could be either or for these two guys, but definitely two guys to watch for sure coming off the bench for this Dolphins team. Uh, And the last guy that I want you to watch is Caleb Jackson, uh, fullback uh, for the New South... Oh, sorry, not New South Wales Cup. What am I talking about? Q Cup side. Uh, A lot of potential from him as well. Uh, Wasn't... I don't think he played too many games for that Dolphins team uh, last year, uh, but he's sort of really fresh, I believe, into this uh, Dolphins Q Cup. I could be totally wrong there, but I haven't heard too much of his name last year. It's only this year I've sort of started to hear his name uh, a little bit, but Caleb Caleb Jackson also coming off the bench for this team could uh, come on for Trey Fuller in the second half. Definitely one to watch. Uh, I think he can play a little bit of outside backs as well, whether that be wing or center. So as I said, definitely one to watch. I feel like with these three guys, Judah Rimbu, Max Plath and Caleb Jackson on the bench, I think they're going to come on. They're going to come on in the spine altogether to replace some of the other guys uh, in the second half. Due to Rimbu, maybe to hooker. Then Max Plath into the 5'8 role uh, for Kurt Donahue. Maybe Kurt Donahue moves to seven. Uh, and uh, the other guy, get, let me get up his name, uh, Jerome Burns, maybe goes to the bench or maybe Kurt Donahue comes off and uh, Jerome Burns stays at seven for the entire game. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Definitely a few guys to watch in this game. They've named a lot of stars, a lot of CBAs, as Guru would call them, uh, that are yet to make their uh, you know their mark in the NRL. Trey Fuller, Tessie New, Valence Tawade, Jack Bostock, Kurt Donahue, Jeremiah Simpkin, Oren Keeley, Mason Teague, Judah Rimbu, Max Plath, and Caleb Jackson. Those are the guys that I want you to watch for the Dolphins in this trial match. Oh, well,